Welcome to the It's a Wild Ride podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Abby. And in today's episode, we'll discuss things we've both done to prepare for our upcoming transfers. Okay, episode four. (laughs) Episode four. We are back again. Yeah. And rolling strong. Let's have a chat. You and I often voice note each other about what we're doing to prepare for our next round. So why don't we talk? Do you want to tell us some of the things that you're doing? Sure. So I would say there's only one thing that I've, oh no, there's a few different things that I've specifically changed for this round. But back when I first started seeing my specialist, I did a lot of things like change all my skincare, stop getting Botox, which I'm really sad about. And anyone that knows me knows I'm really upset about the fact that I can't get my so I think for me like the big one was skincare change because I'm a big skincare Mm. nut and it's the one Mm. thing that I like make time for and I'm pretty obsessed with my skincare so I found that was like a big change and there's I don't know if you know it but there's a website called I think it's 15 minute beauty and she's American she's a pharmacist yes anyone who doesn't know know but do you know how I do know it how you told me about it oh Oh, well, there you go. I shared my little piece of information. So I like went on there and checked all my products were, you know, pregnancy suitable. Pregnancy safe, yeah. So stopped all my vitamin A, got rid of all my salicylic acid products, even things like toners. I think she doesn't, I can't even remember now because it seems like so long ago, but I've got like a whole pack full of like things that I can't use anymore. So I'd say that's number one. Number two, I used to take like collagen every day as well. And my specialist told me to stop taking that. So I used to take collagen too. Yeah. So she told me to stop taking it and just be as natural as possible. They're two of the most major things that I think that I really changed going into this just to make sure that everything Mm -hmm. that I was doing was pregnancy safe. So I did that and diet. I eat Mediterranean diet, which is also supposed to help with endometriosis. Love it. Healthy. Yeah. And flam. Very, but I'm like really regimented with what I eat. Like people that see me at work will have a little giggle because I always have the same foods. I'm very regimented. What do you eat? Oh, just like. I've really done a lot of research on like what, because I'm also low in iron. So like what foods are good for, so I will have um, like in the morning, I'll have a celery juice. I'll have a, yeah, warm water with lemon. I do a celery juice. Now this is turning into a dietary, (laughs) dietary podcast. I love it. What else do I do? (laughs) Then I will do like, I've started doing a papaya, papaya and raspberry smoothie, because that's really good at has vitamin A in there, natural vitamin A, so I can have it and it's good for your skin. But it's also it. got a lot of folate in it. So, oh. yeah, that's a tip for you. Okay, um, that's good to know. I mean, that. the celery juice would definitely go straight through me, but I, I love that for you. You get acclimatized to it, trust me. I do a celery juice every day. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I'd have I've got like, IBS, so I feel like my stomach uh, would not, not okay. enjoy that. Mm. And then I would do like... But like, hey... Good if I need a cleanse. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, then I would do like fruit and then like I would do like, uh, I don't know, like a salad with like some quinoa or whatever and vegetables. And then for dinner, I'd normally have like a stir fry. I try to eat the rainbow every day and I try to put Mm. the 
most amount of vegetables that I can get in there. I do a green juice also every day. I'm God, like, you are so healthy. I'm renowned for my green juice. I have a green juice every day. You so I do all those incredible. things. Oh, I try. So I do all of those things to try and like make sure that I'm eating Mediterranean because it's supposed to keep the endo under control. I don't know if that's mm. fact or fiction, but I just figure I just do my part. I also make gummies, collagen gummies, because I'm allowed to have that. Yeah. And I'm allowed to have them because it's just gelatin. They also are supposed to be good for reducing inflammation in the gut, which is what endo is. Mm, Okay. So I really. That's good to know. Yeah. Yep. So I really like stick to, especially coming up to a round, really stick Mm. to like making sure that I'm not eating the refined sugars and all of that yep. kind of stuff. So I do all that, did the skincare. What else has been the biggest change for me? What about coffee? Mm, coffee's a weakness of mine. I switched to decaf. I was on oh, two. I God, was, you're good. Not always. So I was having two coffees a day. Mm-hmm. Then I switched to a morning decaf and then a mid-morning coffee. And now yep. I'm just at a mid-morning coffee. On weekends, I'll have like, sometimes I'll have more. If I go out, I'll buy a coffee and I don't worry about the size. But coffee was a big one for me. And I drink a lot of green tea as well. So I've had to switch to a decaf green tea because that's also got mm. caffeine in it. Yeah, which this sounds ridiculous. I never knew that until yeah. I've started this. And I drink heat because I don't really, the thing I don't do, which you should do, is drink a lot of water. Oh, see, I drink a lot of water. Well, see, but I, I also don't. don't do like half of what you do. But I don't <laughs> I don't drink a lot of water. So to substitute the water, I'll drink a green tea and I'll let it go like warm and drink it. So now I've mm. had to change that to decaf green tea. Okay. Lots so, of change. Lots of change. I, the one that stuck with me the most or that annoys me, I think, not annoys me that gets to me the most is the not being able to do things that like you know I haven't done my Botox for oh, I don't know probably about a year now and really it's been yeah or nothing because I still mm. am not pregnant mm. I get keratin treatments in my hair which like are a godsend and my hairdresser won't do them if I'm pregnant so because I'm always like in between transfers I haven't yeah. Yeah. like that's another thing I haven't really been able to do mm. Laser hair removal. Laser hair removal is another one. Yes. Can't get my laser also. Yep. Kills me. Yeah. That kills me too. so frustrating. Yeah. So frustrating. And so this round, what I've done differently compared to all my other rounds is some acupuncture. So I'm doing some acupuncture and she told me that I have cold insides. So Mm. I am now, I've changed doing things like making sure my lunches are warm. Instead of like, mm-hmm. I would you normally just have like a salad, like a quinoa salad, but have it cold. Now I'll like yeah. warm it up. I yeah. make sure that my green juice, I keep it out of the fridge so that it goes to room temperature before I drink it. So yeah. I'm making small changes like that, that I hope are going to be the difference in this one. Mm, absolutely. That's great. And I think like, cause I I'm doing acupuncture too. The whole concept of like warm hands, warm feet, warm womb. I had never heard of that before. Neither. And no, and look, I still don't know how much I believe it, but. Totally. Yeah, agree. We're going with it. Yeah. We'll try anything. So what kinds of things are you doing to prepare for your next next transfer? So I also try to eat the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, So important. I say I try. I'm definitely not as strict as you, like 100% not as strict. Yeah, but I'm like from another planet, like not a lot of people are as strict as me. 
Like I know I shouldn't eat chocolate, but hey, if it creeps into my mouth, sorry, but it crept there. I didn't put it there. Um, No, so I try again, same as you. I try to do warm breakfast. So I love porridge with some fruit, like some berries, um, maybe a little chia seed sprinkling on top. Why not? Perfect. That's what I have too. Perfect. Love it. How good? How good oats? So So good. good. Um, and then I like, so I'm doing acupuncture at the minute and my acupuncturist has given me tea to take. So I okay. have to have that half an hour after every meal. And it's only like just a little half cup of tea. It doesn't actually taste too bad. Don't really know what it does, but hey, I'll do it. I'll just try. Just do whatever. Yep. Yep. And then, yeah, same thing. Like for lunch, I am, my workmates all laugh at me because for the seven years that I've worked in my job, I have always had tuna, brown rice, spinach leaves, cucumber, tomatoes every single day. Love because it. Because it's easy. I can leave it's the tuna healthy. and the brown rice in my drawer. It's healthy. It fills me up. I don't have to think. I don't have to make lunch the night before. Okay. So, so that is like. You're like me because I'll do like, I won't do the same. I haven't had the same thing every day, but my green juice, people laugh at me because I've had my green juice every day for like 10 years, but I will do the same thing. Like I'll do our meal prep for the week and I'll have the same meal every day for the week. And people are always yep. like, how can you eat the same thing? I'm like, it's easy. Oh, I agree. It's I don't have to use my brain. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if I don't have that and I have to actually think about what I'm going to eat, it stresses me out. Like I don't, then, that should not be a drama. Agree. Agree. You and me, we're planners. <laughs> <laughs> so what um, else have you done? Okay. So the other big one for me, for my first three transfers and like the whole time I have been, I'm a gym gal. Like I definitely don't look like a gym gal. I definitely don't lift weights like a gym gal, but like, Hey, you can find me at the front of a spin class on a spin bike competing with all the boomers like she loves it so I have actually stopped going to the gym okay I forgot Um, to say me too because I'm a Pilates girl went to Pilates four to five times a week loved it like was obsessed Mm. I've also now stopped going to Pilates which really makes me sad so that's another thing that's like my daily routine and mm, I had to stop mm. it and why did you stop? I stopped when I first did my stims, so first egg collection. So she told me I had to stop because there was risk of ovarian torsion. Okay. And I had always planned on going back. But when I did my two IUIs, I was going to Pilates, but I wasn't fully invested because I was always like, my specialist said, live life as normal. It's fine. You can do whatever. But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, is that something pulling in my tummy? Should I be doing this? Should I be moving like this? I don't know. And you read so many things that say like, don't go, do go. There's like the Mm. the evidence is so conflicting. So Mm. I just wasn't sure. And I so I never gave it 100%. And I would always like Mm. go up to the instructors and say, oh, just letting you know, like I might be pregnant. And they're like, okay, like what drugs is this girl on? Like she's not pregnant, she's pregnant. Like who knows? (laughs) 
So then when I had my egg collection, I thought I'm going to get pregnant and then I'm going to go back because you can go back for the first 12 weeks, apparently. At my studio, they say you mm. can go till 12 weeks. And mm. then it didn't work. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait. Like, I don't want to go in the two-week wait because I, I'm anxious. And Pilates is expensive. So why am I going to pay all this money mm. and then not give it my all? And mm. so then I've decided, totally. well, even if I did get pregnant, if I was anxious in a two-week wait, what's to say that I'm not going to be anxious when I'm pregnant? So I've just kind of resided and it's taken yeah. me a while, but I've kind of resided to the fact that I probably won't go back now until yeah. I've had a baby and it's in my arms and then we can mm. start on the other side of that. Yep. And that makes perfect sense. And why did you stop going? So I stopped. So as I said, I was continuing on with my normal gym routine because again, my special, my previous specialist had said, live life normally, whatever you're already doing at the gym, you can continue doing. My issue though, is that I, and my, one of my aunts said to me one day, the thing is though, Ab, your specialist doesn't realize how much and how hard you go at the gym. So like, yeah, I was just doing exactly the same. Like, I feel a bit stupid saying this, but like I was in my last round, I was on the rower with a friend running around the block, lifting 20 kilo dumbbells over my head, like doing things like that. Because again, it was always a continue doing what you're doing. Mm. I was running up and down at the beach, going for swims in the morning, like doing all of this. And it was after that third cycle when my aunt sort of said that to me and I looked at, you know, my track record so far, I then thought I actually need to start taking this far more seriously. And I just think I need to cut back because I, yeah. I never want to look back and think I could have done this or I could have done that. And again, you know, you see and hear so many people who say exercise is good and it is good. But I think, you know, specifically for me, I just really wanted to pull back to something that was quite light, that I felt comfortable and wasn't really pushing myself because the aim is not to get a six pack, it's to get a baby. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, and I, I'm with you, like going to the gym was always, and I sound like such a gym vlog. I promise I'm not. I feel like people <laughs> will see a photo of me and be like, she looks like she's never walked into a gym. But like going to the gym was always my outlet. I could go and release any stress or anger or frustration. Um, I would see friends there. For a time I was going to the gym with some workmates and so we'd all have a good laugh before work and like it was fun. But now... Like I do miss that because it was just something 100%. that was so much part of my life. Yeah, you yeah. do. And I had like, I went with a really good friend that I work with and like we would do like a Friday morning 6am class and that was our thing. And it was like, I'm not mm. a morning person. So for me to be up and in yeah. class by 6am, like that's monumental. An achievement. Yeah. Totally. And like, we loved it and we'd get coffee and then we'd go to work and we'd be at work yeah. early and we'd do some online shopping. We had a great time. I miss that so much. So, mm. so much. But she mm. was the one that said to me, like, like yeah. honestly, you weren't there. You weren't all there in that two week wait. So why are you going to bother coming back? And I'm like, yeah, it's a hard truth, but it's true. And you, totally. And you need someone to wake you up to the hard truth and say, like, yeah. what do you want here? Do you want the baby or do you want to continue to just kind of go at this and sort of go at that and yeah it, it's not an easy decision to come to and I don't know about you but I certainly grieved that because I always thought I'm going to be that fitspo who's at the gym you know not necessarily bloody weightlifting 40 kilos but 
just continuing to be active. Yes. I said to all my friends, oh, I'm still going to go to Pilates when I'm pregnant. Like, of Mm. course I am. I'm just going to continue this. I want an active pregnancy. I'm just going to continue with Pilates all the way up until it's not going to be the reality. And you know what? When I get pregnant, I'll go back. When I get pregnant, I'll go back. And now I've realized, yeah, I'm not going back anywhere. And also financially, mm-hmm. Pilates is quite yeah. expensive. And, and so, IVF is quite expensive. Oh, quite expensive or a lot expensive? <laughs> <laughs> totally. And that's, I think that's the other hard thing is that you look at yourself and you're like, I am making all of these sacrifices. And then there are people out there that don't even have to think about this yeah. stuff and just fall pregnant and have yeah. a natural, healthy, happy pregnancy and I like know. are oblivious to all of this sacrifice that you make. And I think that's why like people like me and you held on to things like going to the gym and doing our laser for so mm. long because we're like, well, other people don't mm. have to give this up. Totally. Totally. And then you realize, well, you're not like other people. Your yeah. scenario, situation, journey, whatever you want to call it, is not textbook and it's not the same as other people. So we have to make these calls. So are you doing anything for exercise at the moment? I am literally walking and yeah. I don't even do that every day. That's me. <laughs> and that's it. And I don't do it every day either. I say I'm going to do it every day, but I don't. It's cold. Oh, and Yeah. No. Yeah. The intention is there, but then, yeah. I mean, look, I love walking, but I love walking with a friend or with my husband. And most of my friends, pretty much 99.9% either have kids or, you know, like my husband has to go to work early. And so then I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't want to walk by myself or, I don't know. Depends on the day. Listen to a podcast. Well, I could listen to The Wild Ride. I've heard it's really good. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I think I've just got lots to say, you know. I just want to chat. Fair enough. Is there anything else that you're doing to prepare? Yes, acupuncture. So I was always, you and I have spoken about this, I was always so against it because I just thought, and I feel bad saying this, but I thought it was just a waste of time. I just didn't understand how tiny needles could help you get pregnant. Like it did not make sense. I'm still on the fence. I'm doing acupuncture, but I'm still a little bit like my first session, I lay there and I was like, this is either the biggest scam in history or this is going to work. My verdict Mm -hmm. is still out. Right. Agree. I mean, look, I loved it. So you and I have had different experiences. Mine or my acupuncturist would put needles on my stomach and then connect the needles to a TENS machine. And so they'd like pulse this yeah. like magnetic-y, yeah, like, I don't know. How do, how do I explain this? Like you'd get these little it's, flips. It'd be like needles. a pulsating sensation, I assume. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then he'd put a heat lamp on top of that and he leaves me for like 40 minutes just to lie there and have this pulsing needle hot pack type relaxation session and it actually it sounds weird but it's actually so relaxing like I love it I have the weirdest almost like dreams um and every time he comes back into the room I am so relaxed so for me for the relaxation alone I have found it really really helpful I um, must he say also gives me my second session oh, sorry, I was, you go. no my second session I was a lot more relaxed I did fall asleep so it is helping oh, yeah 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 and and I think like for that alone it's beneficial 
I mean, it is expensive. Yes. I pay $165 a session. Yeah, that's about what I'm paying too. Yeah. It, and so that is. coupled with IVF weekly, uh-huh. it's a lot and it adds up quick. Yes, it does. So, yeah, I, I mean, look, I like it. I think it's definitely helped me. If it helps me to get to where I want to be, then I'll say it's worth it. But again, like you, for so long, so many people told me to do it. And I was like, that is the biggest waste of time and money. Yeah. But, you know, then we get to the point where we're like, let's just try anything, do oh. anything. Totally. We go from being like, no, 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 I'm just going to see how this goes to then being like, I will do anything, absolutely anything. Literally. So, yeah, I think that's kind of everything that I'm doing. What about you? Is there anything that we've left off? No, I don't think so. I think we've kind of covered everything. I'd forgotten the gym, but you brought that up. I think now it's like I'm more of like a maintenance phase now like I've stopped the skincare I've stopped the laser I've stopped the Botox so now it's just kind of like Mm -hmm. coasting along yep and I think another one that you and I often say to each other is and again if I'd said this to myself a year ago I would have been like she has lost the plot but trying to think really positively so it's almost like your body knows that if you're negative or if you're sad and it and it remembers all of the things um, so for me, someone that's had three miscarriages, I obviously never want to have one again. So I'm trying to be really positive and optimistic and upbeat and not sort of get into the whole, like in the past, I would talk about my cycle and go, oh, well, you know, like if it happens again, I'll just book in for a DNC and like I've still got three eggs. And I would say it's so matter of fact that I remember once my specialist said to me, you know, just because it's happened once doesn't mean that it's going to happen again. Like we need to be upbeat and we need to be positive. And so I'm really trying to have a positive outlook and a positive mm-hmm. mindset going forward. And I think that that is huge because the negativity and the sadness, like whilst you do feel it, like it doesn't get you anywhere. Totally. You could just stay in a hole then like indefinitely. Yeah. You really do need to make the effort. to stay in a hole. A hundred percent. So I think it's like effort to be positive, but I think in the long run, it's going to pay off. Totally. Another one, sorry, one final one from me. See what I mean? Like I've got a lot to say. You cannot (laughs) shut me up. We love hearing it. My husband calls me a human megaphone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My girlfriend told me to watch Gem on, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It is Mm. Hugh Van, I cannot say his last name. The guy that does the resilience project, and it's like a recorded session of that. Watch that; it down. it's really good. Okay, thank you for your recommendation. I'll write mm. it down. You are welcome. All right, I think that's I think all that's for this it. for this episode. It's been so fun yet again. So lovely, lovely to chat as always, and we'll chat soon. Yes, we will. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Please find us on Instagram. Our handle is at wildridepod. We would love to hear from you.